0: Gosh, it's been too long. I honestly did not intend it to go on a break this long. I wanted a little break from season one to regroup um, and figure out what I wanted season two to feel like. And the summer went by, and it's fall. It's beautiful outside, and we're here. But welcome. I'm excited, and I am ready for whatever season two brings i have some new ideas but really quick i want to introduce myself so if you're new here welcome if you are a returning listener welcome back i thank you i appreciate each and every one of you but okay my name is jess oh i'm like a little nervous i am jess and i have my instagram where i share a little bit of everything, my life. Um, mainly focused on things I love like fashion. I'm getting into like home decor now. More to come there. But yeah, Instagram, just Jess underscore G. I'll have all the socials always linked. I also own Baby Nava, babynava.com for um baby clothes baby shop a baby online shop if you will i am also moving more towards toddler sizes i think now that i have my own child i know what i look for in my kids clothes and that has been helpful when i search for the kind of stuff i want on the website but yeah i have my first child he's 15 months already can you guys believe that wow. But yeah, a little bit about me. The best way really I could describe myself is, you know how they say, grab a niche and run with it. I, my niche is to be nicheless because I just like a little bit of everything if I'm honest, but yeah. Oh no, this guy is chasing after his dog. That's funny. Um, where do we start? Okay. How about we catch up? Okay, so the break that I did not intend to be this long. Um, So during the summer, we had some exciting things happen, I feel like. I think it was just a fun, um, exciting summer. We were, I'm just trying to think, like, when's the last time I uploaded an episode? Because I feel like a lot happened, not just the summertime, but just a little recap, nothing crazy, nothing too out of the world but um we enjoyed summer very much I think we're still enjoying the warm days here but yeah since our baby is oh my goodness 15 months it's just been so nice to watch him grow watch him do activities he walked pretty early on so I feel like we've just been active and after him since forever ago but he turned one this summer So we had family, um, come into town, and we celebrated him, and it was so fun, we've got friends, and it was just a really nice get-together, I feel like, um, what else, I'm trying to think before the big one for me, but we did the pools for the first time, um, we did a lot of camping, babies camped a handful of times already, um, Yeah, it's just, you know, been a little bit here, a little bit there, out of the state, here and there, out of town. But um, the really big one that I'm excited to share, aside from my baby, of course, is we bought a house. We finally bought our first home and it's just a surreal moment, still a surreal moment. We bought the house in the summer and we didn't move in right away because we were doing a little bit of TLC and we wanted to do change out some things before we moved. So I want to say we've been here for a good month now, and it's just so nice. It's uh, we came from a little apartment to a full house, and our backyard and driveway, garage, like the whole thing. And it's just, oh, it's just a real moment for real, for real. It feels so good. It feels so good to bring you know, my kid into this house and watch him explore and I don't know, you just get to do more things. Like for example, right now I am sitting in my office. I have an office. A lot of you know I work from home and I was really just working out of the kitchen slash living room when I was in the apartment. And I would just sit in like the corner of our dining table. But I have a full office now and I'm just excited. I'm excited to create a home. I talked a little bit about this on Instagram how it still doesn't feel like a home to me yet. I we were ready to leave the apartment. We were running out of space and we the location we were just we grew out of it. And I still miss it. I still miss the home feeling it gave me and I know like it will happen here as well. It's just it's not as small, so it doesn't feel as cozy to me, if that makes sense, but yeah, that's pretty much a recap of summer, sparing the details of everything really, but yeah, exciting stuff, I'm excited to start season two, and I feel like this season, I want to bring more of other topics, um, be a little bit more engaging, so maybe not necessarily just a topic that I'm familiar with or an experience that happened oh my god the dog is running back this poor man (laughs) um so yeah i am just excited to figure it out and see where the season two takes us and i want it to be a little bit more entertaining i'm not gonna lie so i'm excited but today's topic let's just get right into it as you might have an idea from the title I am scared of the park so I guess ties in a little bit with our summer adventures but let's see we um, have been out and about my son and I and um, season one I talked about this a little bit and I'll mention it here and there so just to give context to some that are are new or don't know what I'm talking about. My son was born with a limb difference. I did an episode just kind of talking about everything, like us finding out, dealing through it, um, the shock and everything. So go to season one if you want to listen to that one. But it's definitely, we're in a much better headspace. I'd say like myself, I don't feel the original fears that I had. So, yeah, just, we are, we are in a much better space, place, and I don't fear as much as I used to anymore, but the things I can't control are still, obviously, going to scare me, because we just, we don't know what those things look like, we don't know how to prepare for them to the, to the dot, you know, you just can't plan for some of these things, but, So we went to the park and not the first time we go to the park and also not the first time somebody comments about his limb difference. Again, he's 15 months, so I've had the privilege of almost ignoring certain comments or certain interactions that later I regret on how I handle them, but it's a learning process really for me and um, I know I won't have that forever because he's going to grow up and he's going to understand where some of the comments come from, where the way people maybe look at them, or vice versa, whatever it is. And so we went to the park and there was this little girl with a group of friends, mixed boys and girls. Um, they were about, I want to say eight, nine, ten years, somewhere in that category. And, um, they were at the top of the playground set. My son likes to climb the stairs and just, you know, be a little wild boy and of course I follow because he's still teeny teeny tiny but um this little girl her friends left and so she was just kind of there bored she said (laughs) she was one of these kids that she would ask like what are you doing what is that what are you eating like that kind of kid is how I imagine her to be and so and I think by nature kids are just curious period And she asked, oh, what happened to his hand? And had that kind of like shock factor, which again is not the first time. And I just respond, you know, oh, well, he was born like that. And usually I'll get like another question, like the younger kids would ask like, but how or why? Because I mean, they just don't understand, (laughs) really. Um, But this girl, she didn't have a follow-up question. Um, she, she goes, oh, well, that's creepy in a way that, like, the tone caught me off guard, the, I, like, I don't even know how to explain it, really, and it's still a feeling that I'm processing, although it's been a few weeks, um, since that, but I just kind of, like, turned around, walked away, and, found another area in the playground to entertain my kid. But it really sat with me. My husband was with me. He just wasn't around cuz he had the dog. And we talked about it. I talked to him about it. And the thing that bothers me the most, so a couple of things. Like the kid, she didn't mean it in in a mean way. She didn't mean it to be malicious, evil, whatever you want to call it. It's just a poor choice of words and she doesn't know any better. And so the thing that I was having a hard time dealing with was the fact that if my kid was around her age and did understand those words, like he doesn't even know he's got a difference yet. He's, he doesn't know that his hands are different than other kids. And so when he does, I just like played it over my head. Like, what is he gonna say, like, how would he feel, I try to think about it, like, if it were me, like, if somebody were to say something about me was creepy, like, as a kid, that would crush me, and I think it would crush, really, any kid, and so, kind of sat with me that way, and I just, I felt huge, just, I, like, sadness, obviously, like, fear, anxiety, because I'm not gonna be able to control, everything in my kid's life. I'm not going to be able to be with him 24-7. Unfortunately, some of these comments are going to come and my focus and really my priority and my job as his mom is to prepare him for that. I can't change everybody else, but we can control how we're going to deal with it and react towards those things. So that's kind of what I look to do every situation that we have, every interaction that we have like this. Um, I've had other situations just to give you a little bit more ideas of kind of why I'm thinking the way I'm thinking and why I say what I say. But um, like the kids that are curious, you know, the a little girl at the pool, she played with him for a while before she even realized. And she did have questions like it was one of those where her age is she doesn't understand even like where you come from, right? Where do babies come from? She I don't think she's asked her parents that question yet. And so she was just confused at that part. But I think she just, like, gave up on trying to understand it and went back to playing with him. That's the pure innocence of the age that I know I'm going to miss when, you know, he's 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 going to grow. And so with this one, I had just... It had been the first time that some of those words were being used and they were honestly... I don't know, they were just kind of like hard words for me to process and I took it to my therapist just trying to dis- dissect and like how am I going to teach him to deal with some of this stuff when I like myself don't even know how to deal with some of it and I think the best takeaway I got and maybe like you can implement this in any way in your life, it doesn't have to be for having a child or how your child having a physical difference or whatever, just in general. But the takeaway I, I took from my session was, you know, like kids are gonna do and say whatever they see you do, right? Like they are literally just learning from what you do, what you say, how you act, how you say it. And so I have to lead by example and I have to feel empowered I have to speak with confidence and I have to really just stop whatever kind of comments we're getting because the other side and the other words coming from other people are not gonna define the outcomes or don't let other people set limits for you and so it really did get me thinking like type of verbiage I want to use. Um especially with kids. You know, you don't want to ever make them feel bad again. They don't know better. Um and so then I was thinking about that. What's what's the verbiage? What am I gonna say? How how am I gonna say it? It's obviously gonna be different for different kids, like the little ones, the ones that are preteens or whatever. And adults too because I do have an example of an adult interaction. And so with that, I, I went to social media. I've been following this girl. She is a woman. She's an adult now. But she actually has a very similar limb difference, the ver- a very similar hand as my son. And so I reached out to her and kind of asked her point of view as, you know, her experience growing up. I understand it was a different time. So it's just interesting to hear maybe how she dealt with some of it. Um, But then, to my surprise, she was actually with her mom when I reached out. And so I got the perspective of her mom as well. And honestly, I want to say that was like a little gift from the universe to myself, my guardian angels, whatever. Um, Because she had really good ideas for me. And just listening, you know, as a mom and how, what she went through. And again, different times uh, where the internet wasn't really around, social media wasn't really a thing. And so the connections that you have with people now, you didn't have back then. And it felt like a very lonely world, but super grateful for all the groups that I found. Shout out to Lucky Finn Project. Oh my God. They do amazing stuff. I share them all the time on my pages. Um, but yeah, so she goes, there's this lady, um, she makes stickers, or this young girl, she makes stickers and they are celebrating differences. So one, there are specific stickers for limb difference, but I mean, the stickers really are just like cute, fun, colorful, and they are celebrating your differences. So like it says different is cool, or be you, uh, kindness, all the encouraging words we want to be teaching our kids. And so she goes. You can every opportunity, every interaction, and you know, people, kids that ask questions or notice, is an opportunity for education and awareness. And I thought that was just beautiful, like an opportunity. The more you spread it, the less the or how do I want to say it? Like the more we desensitize from like, oh my god, that that person looks different or this and that because different is normal we weren't meant to be all the same and act the same and be the same like that's just it's not how it works and so I thought that was beautifully said and she goes with the stickers for the kids it's almost like a little icebreaker you give them a sticker they get excited about it And then they maybe even like remember the interaction in number one, a more positive way, but then just remember like, oh, I learned something. Hey, this kid um, at the park had, uh, his hands were different and um, I got a cool sticker and he can do all the things that I can do. And so depending obviously what you're going to say, plus the sticker, then they kind of spread that message because they're going to share, oh, I got a cool sticker um, share it with their friends, um, share it with their parents when they get home. That's another thing too I just want to disclose. Um, there was like no parent around. Even if there was for this little girl, I'm, in not, I'm not in a position, I don't know if I ever will, to like go out of my way to find the parent and find that as a teachable moment for the parent. Like some people are just not receptive to wanting to hear anybody out or, or whatever really. Like I just... I don't know. As of now, it's not something I'm planning to do. Of course, if the parent is around and whatnot, sure. Um, Especially like asking permission can she have a sticker? Like, I've got these cool stickers, you know. Being different is cool. Um, His hands look different, but he does everything you do and I do just looks a little different sometimes. And so that's kind of the way I've been preparing myself. Um, our family really because it's not just a one member solution kind of thing it is I prepare my family we prepare those around us eventually we'll prepare the school or whatever that's gonna look like that's the other hard thing about this it's everything's gonna be new because it's gonna be happening first time first time you know I don't know what it's gonna look like for school first time with hopefully not But if there's a bully, then we're going to have to figure that part out. And so it's a very much just figure it out as you go because we don't know what's going to come. We don't know what's going to happen. But that has been kind of my little, I don't want to call it project, my homework, if you will, of how I'm really trying just to be more prepared because. I have walked away in a couple of scenarios and instances and I don't want him again. I feel like I'm just taking the privilege where he's a baby. He doesn't know what's going on, um, but he will eventually. And so I want to lead by example and I want to give him the tools that he's going to see me, watch me use. And so I've just been preparing. I've been preparing. I've been practicing. I am glad some of these scenarios are happening while he's this young and that gives me a chance and time to figure out what works, what doesn't, uh, what what works best. Um, and that's really, you know, just taking it little by little. Um, the reason for the title, you know, I'm scared of the park. That situation, that interaction just like was a really hard one for me. I Like the rest of the day was, it was a hard day it was a lot of like doubt, anxiety, a lot of sadness, like almost all over again, just trying to accept this is where we're at. But always just remembering like he's doing so well. Some of my first concerns ever were the physical stuff. Like how is he going to do things? How is he gonna I just don't even know like to give examples anymore because he's done it all. Like initially I was worried, how is he going to crawl? He crawled on all fours, like on average baby does and so um, he gets on a little four-wheeler like he's literally doing everything and I just I don't have those fears anymore but unfortunately you know the things that are not in my control like school, uh, bullies, people, (laughs) the world, that's still very much something that I deal with but I don't think some of that anxiety or fear is ever going to go away because I'm his mom. You know, as a parent, I think you're just, you're going to feel everything your kids go through. But the best I can do is educate myself and learn the best tools and try and see what works and pass that on to him and show him the confidence that he might need. Uh, Resilience is very important and just the encouragement of you know, just own up to who you are and and that's all. I'm going to keep it real. It is the next day. Um, I talked about it in season one. If you remember, I record these when the baby is sleeping. So he woke up a little earlier than expected yesterday and I had to stop recording. But uh, let's continue and let's finish this episode. But I was just talking about the takeaways as parents, as an individual, to just really celebrate who we are and encourage others to do the same. But I did want to give the example I had of the adult because, again, not just the kids um, are commenting or, you know, saying something. Also, I am now going to sound congested because I woke up with. Really bad allergies today, and it's really cold outside and ugly. And this is just what happens to me. So, this interaction was I was doing a yard sale before the move, and um, we surprisingly were busy and whatnot. The baby was playing outside with some of the toys we had laid out. And I, to paint a picture, I was giving out change, um, telling people, Yep, that's $2, $1, whatever. And um this family so it, it was mom, dad and like two preteen girls, I want to say. They are about to leave. And so the dad notices the my baby's hand and he goes, "Oh, look." he only has one finger, look at his little finger, and then turns to me and asks, like, oh, what happened? And again, he was born like that, and then I was giving out the change, looking for the change, and he did, in fact, have a follow-up question, which was, can I see it? And again, taking out advantage of, you know, he doesn't know what's going on, I really don't want to deal with it right now, so I was. I said, yeah, sure, but I was looking, I was always watching just to make sure, like, what, what he actually meant by, can I see it, like, it, was he gonna go and inspect it, like, grab it, touch him, um, grab his hand, and so I was just keeping an eye out, and he re- didn't really, you know, was inspecting it like I thought the way he meant it he just looked at him got a little closer I think is what he actually wanted to do just to get closer um and then he keeps throwing this like pity party for my son I guess and just feels so bad for him he is pointing it out to like the wife, like, oh poor baby, like look he only has one fin finger, or like the daughters didn't say a thing, but they were all just there. Like everybody was just gathered. Like this family of four was just gathered. And uh they left. Like, okay, have a good day. They again, I don't think they meant to be malicious or anything like that it literally was just you know they were curious they did not handle it the best way in my opinion but again everything's a learning opportunity for for myself I wish I would have said something again one of those situations where you then go home and you're like oh I should have said this I should have done this I should have all these thoughts start to roll in on how I should have handled it differently because then it would also would have been a teaching or an opportunity for, you know, him to learn something or just a different perspective um, on maybe how you approach some of these situations from now on. Maybe the girls would have learned something, but I didn't I was you know just don't want to deal with it and I just let it slide and then it got me thinking on like all the reasons why I should have said something and like then I felt worse but like the girls the daughters are are learning that that's how you react to people that look different that you should feel sorry that you should feel bad and so if I want one message or one takeaway for anybody listening to take with them would be to one teach your kids or others um i just let's normalize being different i think it's the bigger message i want to uh share and the other part i guess would be it's okay to ask but I think if we have more people that ask about asking, then I think that in some way puts back the control in, for, for, for right now, the control back to me. But when my son is older, then that gives the control back to him. It, you know, he can then decide, yeah, I want to answer that, or no, I don't want to talk about it right now. So no, you you cannot ask. And it's not rude or, or mean, you know, if you get an answer like that, like, no, not right now. Thank you. Uh, but I do think if we had more people just ask, like, can I ask about your son or may I ask what happened? I just had the biggest sneeze attack, but it cleared up my nose a little bit. Let's not jinx it. <laughs> um, so if we, I think just get more of that, the asking part. Let's just ask if we can ask. I would hate to think that my son is later going to feel like he's in, like he has to respond to every question or like that's just his life. Like he has to just answer to everybody because he was born like that or because people are curious. For me personally, I mean, I would love to answer questions about it because then I am you know spreading awareness educating but there are some days where you know we all have bad days and we may not feel like we want to answer questions or get asked questions and again like for example this is just how I am imagining it for my son he I don't want him to feel like you know he's gonna get all these questions all the time right and so it's just like He's heard it all before, multiple, multiple, multiple times. So it's okay if there is a day where he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Or, hey, all you need to know, I was born like this. And if that's the answer he wants to give, I'm going to support that. So I just think having some of that control back with, may I ask about your son? May I ask about his hand or anything along those lines I think goes a long way and then we don't feel like you know we have to give an answer and we just say yeah let's talk about it or not, not right now thank you and surprisingly enough that was not the first time somebody's asked to like see it like almost like inspect it in a way because Our first interaction was like that. It was very much like wanting to inspect it. And I was holding him. So I felt like I had a good handle on the situation. And um, that one, you know, it was whatever. I didn't think much of it. Again, I don't think people, at least so far, they haven't come across as trying to be mean or disrespectful it's just truly like you you just don't know how to deal with some of those situations both parties right like i'm learning somebody else might be also learning or just doesn't know how to approach it because it's not your everyday thing i understand um it's not every day that you see somebody with a limb difference or anything like that and so I understand that part but I just think you know little by little we are figuring out the things that come our way and I mean it's just like the fears that were really digging at me are not anymore and I think that's like a win already for us just because he's literally he's I'm sure of it is gonna do a lot more than I have been able to do like he is he's just an adventurous exploring type of kid so I'm excited to see what he you know wants to do and what his interests are gonna be and I'm gonna be so excited to watch him figure it all out and really just enjoy whatever he wants to do and explore but that's really pretty much all the things I wanna touch on i wanna to touch on for this episode, I did not intend for episode one to just be so like i don't wanna say sad but kinda of serious <laughs> yeah i did, I wanted it to be a little bit more fun uplifting, but with scheduling and the plans I had for episode one changing and just not being able to happen in my time frame, I just i wanted to get going because. I've been wanting to get on the mic. I've been wanting to start the season and uh, really just have, you know, the season going and asking you guys what you want to hear. So again, I'm going to have the link for the anonymous messages on my personal and the podcast Instagram, which I'll leave on the links. But my personal is just dress underscore G and I will have that in my stories and then for the podcast, I think I even have it highlighted. Excuse me. Um, I have it highlighted on a stories, like the link for it. The podcast Instagram is dear underscore podcast. So you can go there. And um, I suggest following that page too, because we do updates on there. I post pictures behind the scenes, all of that my intentions for season two are definitely to be a lot more engaging um entertaining i also want to touch on other topics that i may not even know about so almost like have it be a conversation so that's why i want the anonymous messages to talk about other things maybe that i'm not aware of or i don't know because we're all learning growing evolving and i want to share that as well so send some topics a situation or something you just really want to hear on the podcast um what other things i have some exciting well i mean it's exciting for me but more guests so i'm gonna have more guests um my sister is gonna talk a little bit about some of her experiences so far she is younger than me and believe it or not um, she's gone through some stuff, so she is definitely gonna be on an episode or two, possibly. And then my husband will also be on. I'm really excited about this one because it's gonna give like a male perspective of life relationships, uh, marriage becoming a dad. So stay tuned for that one. I am really excited for it. I did have to bribe him a little bit, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm excited for this season. If you remember on season one, I have this jar of motivational um, quotes and I still want to keep doing those, but I also wanted to add a gratitude uh, piece on here as well. And I want to do it um, in every episode where I'm just gonna point out something that I'm grateful for, and then invite you to think of something for that day that you're grateful for. So if you're, you know, listening, we get to the end of the podcast. It's your uh, little reminder to, you know, just take a second. What are you grateful for? There's so many benefits to point out your what you're grateful for during the day you could do like three things that you're grateful for or even just one if we could just start with with one i think it'd be you know just it's good for you (laughs) that's what i'm trying to say it's good for you but uh let's do the motivational jar first a little asmr i posted a picture on uh the podcast instagram on the picture of the jar they are these really cute paper stars, but they are also very hard to unfold. So I just end up ripping them. And this one, I ripped a little bit of the quotes. Um, who's it come from? Paulo Co- Coelho. I couldn't have even said that correctly. But it says, there is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve. The fear of failure. Ooh, that one's kinda deep if you think about it. Okay, and um what I'm grateful for, I think there's just so much lately that I'm really grateful for and it's such a sweet moment or it's such a sweet feeling in my heart because I feel like for a while life just seemed pretty heavy and negative, if you will. And so lately I don't know it's just like I feel like there's so much to be grateful for and that's when I think your perspective of so many things in your life can change if you point out the things that you're grateful for thankful for the things that went good in your day even if you had a bad day something something went good it could be as small as my coffee or realizing you have half a tank of gas in your car, not empty like you thought. So little things like that, I feel like can start to make a a huge shift in your perspective and things just start to seem a little better. But I am grateful for I honestly right now I am grateful for our house. I am grateful that we're able to do this for our family that we have the space to create memories and really make it feel like our home and I don't know it's just like a really sweet feeling to just think about like our our baby having a place to to play to explore and i am just I'm, I'm grateful for it so that's it for today's episode I, I hope you enjoy again I didn't want this one to be the first episode because it's so serious but I do want to get this going and out there for you guys so stay tuned for more to come and I'm excited to see where season two takes us. Don't forget to submit some of your anonymous topics, messages, uh, situations even if you wanted to do so like I called it the diary, the podcast diary because it's dear podcast like your diary get it (laughs) that was always the intent behind the title but have it be somewhat of your your diary it's anonymous so i can never see like how or who sent it or anything like that i don't see names i don't see usernames nothing i just see a message so i'm gonna have that linked below go on the social so you can click on it and we'll see you on the next one thank you so much for listening if you're new welcome if you are returning welcome again and i hope you stay and let's do life together let's feel a little less lonely and let's relate see you next time